Welcome to the bonus episode of Minority Report Case Files of Color. I'm your host, Tracy Stafford. And I'm co-host Lisa Johnson. In this episode, we will be discussing the case of Diane Fields. The small, picturesque town of East Dublin, Georgia has a population of approximately 2,725 people. During the winter, the weather gets cooler and the leaves change in this town that sits along the east bank of the Oconee River in Lawrence County. On the night of November 6, 2014, in the sleepy middle Georgia town, a burglary was reported at a residence at 204 Celia Drive. Lawrence County Police arrived on the scene to find that the back door of the small home had been kicked in, the back bedroom was in disarray, and a knife lay on the kitchen floor. Diane Cassandra Fields was reported missing by her fiance on the evening of November 6, 2014. According to her fiance, Diane had reportedly fallen ill and stayed at home that day while her fiance went to work. When he returned, he claimed that the back door of the small home had been kicked in. Again, the back bedroom was in shambles and a knife lay on the kitchen floor. According according to her fiance, Diane Fills was nowhere to be found. At the time she went missing, Diane and her fiance had lived together at the home for approximately six months. So you're saying that the fiance, um, Diane's fiance, was the last person to see her alive. Is that right? Yes, uh, he was the last person to have seen her alive at that time. That's correct. Do you know if anyone was ever ever able to collaborate that um, that she was ill that day? That she confirmed that? Did they confirm that with her job, or did she speak to any family members? Actually, in my research, I could not find anything that confirms that anyone else besides her fiance um, knew that she was sick that day and that Mm -hmm. she actually did call. So I don't, it hasn't even been, from my research, it hasn't even been confirmed that she actually did call in sick that day. Mm. Okay. So Diane Fills is described by her family and friends as a quiet and caring person who stayed away from conflict and basically just kept to herself. She is an African-American female, five foot tall, and at the time of her disappearance in 2014, she was 44 years old. She has black hair, brown eyes, and weighs approximately 200 pounds. There is no known description of her clothing at the time of her disappearance. And all of Diane's personal items were actually located at her residence. Now, her next door neighbor reportedly saw Diane on the evening of Tuesday, November 4th, 2014. So this is actually two days before her fiance claims that um, her the break-in occurred. Hmm. And the neighbor says that Diane had come by her home to buy cigarettes for her fiance. Another neighbor told reporters with AZ Central that she would always talk with Diane in the morning because Diane would always leave her front door open. But 
the neighbor noticed that the door had been closed since Tuesday, again, two days before the alleged burglary, which was something that was just out of character for Diane. You know, that's interesting. Like, so her, so you're saying that two of her neighbors saw her on the 4th and her door was closed on the 5th, the following day. And then the next day she was reported missing. No, actually two of her neighbors saw her on November 4th. So Mm -hmm. besides the fiance, the fiance is the only one who's claimed to have seen her after November 4th. Everybody else, um, her neighbors especially, has reported seeing her no later than November 4th. Okay, so um, was the fiance ever questioned or considered a person of interest? He was the last person to see her alive. Seems like he would be someone they want to question. Yeah, absolutely. The the, um, fiance is considered a person of interest with uh with the police department he is so her family has had a difficult time getting answers uh she has a daughter shambria fills and her daughter says that everybody loved her mom and at her job they just simply adored her uh, diane fills also has a brother eddie fills and he said in the 2014 interview with 41 nbc that she had no known enemies and that he couldn't see why anybody would want to harm her in any way. Eddie Phils, her brother, and other family members spent weeks searching East Dublin, going into the community, passing out missing persons flyers with no leads or breaks in the case. The only thing that both the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and Lawrence County Police have concluded is that foul play is suspected in her disappearance. Now, I think it's important to note that the East Dublin police chief, William Lukey, said that the call came on November 6, 2014. It came in as a burglary, but he immediately knew that something was off. Um, He said that they felt strongly that the burglary had nothing to do with the disappearance uh, for whatever reason. He just said that things just didn't seem to add up. And he also mentioned that nothing was even taken from the house. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's a small town. It mm-hmm. seems like someone would have seen something. It's only 2,000 or so people in that town. Um, is it, have any new developments come forward? No. Um, after it's been um, oh, over six years uh, at this point, and there have been no leads. Again, the only person of interest that they have is Phil's uh, fiance at the time, who was the last person to see her alive. Um, Chief Lukey has said that they're no closer today than when they were when the crime actually took place. You know, going back to the crime scene, you mentioned that there was a knife found on the on the kitchen floor. Mm-hmm. Was there any blood or forensic evidence found um, on the knife or anywhere on the scene that could link someone else to the case besides the fiance or even, um, you know, link Diane's blood to the to the scene? Not from what I have uh, read. Now, it's possible that they have and the police have just they haven't said anything. They haven't. Um, they haven't mentioned or released that information to the public, but as far as I know from my research, 
they there was no information about whether or not any DNA was found on the knife. You know, it just seems suspicious that the door was kicked in, a knife was on the floor, and the only thing that's missing was Diane Fields. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like it looked a little bit staged, in, in my opinion. Uh, absolutely. I, I completely agree. I, I it When I read this story, and I'm, I'm looking, you know, looking at different articles for the story, it absolutely appears that the crime scene was staged. And um, even, you know, Chief Lukey, uh, from Lawrence County Police Department, he also, they also had a feeling that something was really off with this, with the crime scene. So, but again, they, they haven't had any other information to really connect her fiance. So at this time, he's still just considered a person of interest. And so, they, the East Dublin police have said that they do occasionally receive tips from people saying that they spotted her, but nothing has come for from those tips. And law enforcement is just asking anyone with even the slightest information to come forward. And there is a $5,000 reward for any information connected with this case that could lead to the whereabouts of Diane Fills. And so they're urging anyone with information regarding the case to contact Chief Bill Lukey of the East Dublin Police. And you can call him at 478-272-6883 or the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. You can call them at 478-374-6988. Well, definitely hope they have a break in this case. It's really heartbreaking, you know, from what you have uh, said and then the, even the research that we did her, it seems like she was very close to her family and this is just um, heartbreaking they seem to have all taken this really really um, really difficult you know it's been a difficult time for them yeah absolutely and the, I my heart definitely goes out to them and again we just urge anyone if you're out there listening and you have any information on this case um, every little bit helps please make sure to contact the Georgia Bureau of Investigation or the East Dublin Police. If you are enjoying this podcast, we'd like to invite you to become a friend of Minority Report Cold Cases of Color by joining our Patreon friends page. By supporting this podcast on Patreon, you are supporting the creation of the episodes and content. In addition, you will get early access to episodes, bonus episodes, exclusive access to our private community, exclusive access to our live streams on video, and live chat. And you can join our Patreon community by going to www.patreon.com forward slash cold cases of color you can also support us by going to anchor.fm forward slash cold cases of color follow us on instagram at cold cases of color if you have a loved one who you would like for us to cover or have a story idea please contact us we'll see you next week